This is a global original podcast. Hi and welcome to Confessions of a Modern Parent. The podcast where my husband Mark and I discuss the challenges, difficulties, frustrations and ultimately the joys of being parents and step-parents to four wonderful, talented, beautiful daughters aged between 25 and 12. Oh my God, I love, I love, love, love this chat. Yeah. We found the 154 different grades of lies. Yeah, I mean... Fibs, white lies, uh, blind by omission. Yeah. There are lots of different grades of it, and some of them, I think, are necessary to have a world turning around, yeah. and some of them are very wrong. And I think when we struck upon this topic as a possible, you know, thing to discuss, I didn't realise it was going to be as rich as it is. Mm. So have a listen, guys. Good morning. Good evening. Good afternoon. <laughs> Wherever you are in the world listening to Confessions of a Modern Parent. Really sounded doubtful there for a minute. Be careful. Right. It's Confessions be, of a Modern Parent. It's going to be parent. really annoying today because our dogs have got something itchy going on with them, so they just keep walking around. I think we should be a bit more shag-married and annoyed. Is it shag-married and annoyed? What's that podcast? I think we should be more offbeat. Rather, We're so focused. Oh, shut up. No, we are. We're so sort of... We're a bit boring. We're the most unfocused people. Well, no, but in this, we always follow a, a well-trodden sort of... You know, I think no, we should just don't. go... I think we should go off-piste. I've been lying. I've been lying all along. I've been pretending that I like the way we do this, and he's, we don't. He's a liar. Anyway, you may have guessed, guys, we're doing lies today. Is it ever right to lie to your kids? Is it ever right when they lie to you? Is lying... Do they ever catch you out? Yeah, is lying an important part of living? Do you have any regrets about lies that you've told? Do you wish you'd told more lies? Are you lying right now? Mm. And are you ever honest with yourself about lying? Because I think as parents, we can just skew everything to yeah. fit, can't we? And also, can you sort of spoil and overindulge your kids by lying? So there's lots of angles to this. And I really like this as a topic. Many years ago, we, had, uh, we pitched a proposal to... Um, to a broadcaster where we had Joe Brand, the stand-up comedian, uh, and we were going to do the story of lies. And it was a really rich... The history of lies. Yeah, the history mm -hmm. of lying and what, what lying is. And one of the major parts of it, uh, you know, lying can happen at so many levels, whether it be on a state level, you know, government, whether it be on a personal level, whether it be on a work level. And there are many instances where what you would define as lying is actually an incredibly crucial part of mm. managing mm. a population, relationships, absolutely. relationships. Yeah. I mean, if you just think with the inner relationship, how many times one lies... Mm. In a day. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so, and your children will see that. So, I don't know, I might come in, you might come in, the other one might say, how are you feeling? Go, yeah, fine, yeah, fine, 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 yeah, yeah. That's a mini lie. That can be, or there can be another lie where you say, oh, yeah, I'm totally fine. And yeah. then And then you might, you, that child might hear you sobbing into your pillow bars. Absolutely. So... Lying within a relationship, I don't think you can have a relationship without lying. No, and I, I think the word lying has become just something that's, you know, negatively sort of uh, defined and negatively understood. And I think actually lying and being judicious with what you say that's truthful. I mean, another way of saying it is I'm not lying. I'm just being sort of careful with the truth. Exactly, because when people say, well, I'm brutally honest, me. Oh, I want to kick often, them. Often, 
they are people that no matter what the social situation demands, they're going to tell the truth anyway. Oh, that really annoys and, me. And of course there are. There are. I, I believe in white lies. I do, you know when people say, oh, it's a white lie, and they say, hmm. But, and, and other people say, well, what's a white lie to one person isn't a white lie to another, and that's where it gets tricky. But to me, my definition of lies that are okay uh, are lies that are told to make things easier for mm. the other person. I think when you're making things easier for yourself, then you start to tip into the sort of the mm. dangerous areas. Well, I mean, I mean, it, this is why it's yeah. such a rich topic. You're absolutely right. And I think that, you know, sometimes there are situations where I would argue that lying is the kindest option. Yeah. Low-level lying. Like you say, if someone walks into a room and looks fucking ghastly, you don't want to be the person who's like, I'm going to be brutally honest yeah. and tell them that. You're going to lie. You're going to say, oh, yeah. you're going to find... What you're going to do is not necessarily just lie. You're going to find something that you can say something positive about. But you could, strictly speaking, define that as lying by omission. That's... That's the dog now. Nadia drinking her water in a very odd fashion. So the Yeah, well that's a perfect example. So for instance, when we really you know, when um Chi Chi was really ill recently and you know, some people would say we should have told them everything that was going mm. on so that they were prepared. But I believed lying at that point was good because we didn't know if it could go better way. Well, I think that's a really important topic that we'll get to is, is the idea of lying to protect. And I think there are situations, especially as a parent, specifically mm. as a parent, but also as members of a family. I can, you know, we'll get to this in a minute, but I can think of situations where you've protected grown-up members of your family from things mm. because you know that they can't cope with them. Um, Let's go back to our childhoods. So, did you tell lies as a child? Were you a child that lied? Well, something that I have a bit of a problem with with my childhood is my mum was... I remember my mum's calling me, not saying, oh, is that like going, you're a liar. Mm. And I remember it hurting so much, like, like an absolute whip on the skin, it was so Quite awful. a weaponised word, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. No, you are a liar mm. is a horrible thing, I think, to say to a child. And it brands you, I mm. think. Because I can't remember exactly what it was, but it didn't feel like a lie. It was probably just something I was saying. Because when I, I think back to Maddie, for instance, and all the things that she used to say to us, we looked at it as being totally creative. She would make <laughs> incredible stories. And I think I was one of those. Mm. But my mum was very old-fashioned in anything that wasn't the total truth meant you were a liar. Right. So I was labelled a liar. But you might have but, just, it might have been the sort of flights of fancy in your imagination. Exactly. I wasn't yeah. like telling lies. So I think that there is, yeah, there's a real, there's a real line with it. I just don't believe saying to children they are one thing ever. Mm. I don't believe in saying you are naughty, you are bad, you are lazy, you are a liar. You can say, you know, mm, that was a bit lazy or mm, that wasn't the greatest behaviour or was that actually the truth? Mm. There's different ways to couch it to a child because mm. I think it marks them. When you say one thing categorically. Yeah, I mean, I think when I look back to my childhood, I was, I, you know, I was an only child, so I had no one that could unprove 
or disprove whatever it was I was lying about. So I could lie with impunity about the situation at home, what I had. Do you know what I mean? I didn't, I didn't have a brother or a sister going, that's bullshit, you can't, you know, that's just not true. So, for example, I mean, I remember one instance when I went into school and I kept my eye sort of half shut uh, and said to everyone that my mum had beaten me that the night before because I wanted, I just wanted sympathy and affection. It was a bold-faced mm, lie. But you see, I think that's survival. If I were your teacher and I knew your situation when you were growing up, I wouldn't have said that was you lying. I would have said that was you creatively trying to find the attention that you needed. Well, Mr Woods did say that. He called my mum in and said, I'm really worried about Mark. He's saying well, he's, he's doing all of this because he's trying to manage a situation at home that he's very unhappy with. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, but when, when your friends discovered it, you know, of course, they'd run around the playground going, liar, liar, pants on fire. I mean, that's the most... Uh, yeah. That's what we called the treatment that we were doing, Joe Pratt. But that's quite good because that's, that's, you know, from your peers, that peer pressure yeah. to behave better, I think that's almost better. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I think lying is, is a huge... I do think, I personally think, it's a hugely creative part of being a child. The next big... I mean, I, I told so many... I mean, I can't even begin to... There would have been so many lies, but so many things were about but test driving other lie things. To you? Uh, well, <clears throat> well, this is an interesting one. She didn't, I don't think she did lie directly to me about how she was living her life. She just, she, by omission, she just wouldn't tell me stuff. So I was forever disoriented. I didn't know what was going on. And I was always stressed. That's why I'm a stressed person now. You know, I didn't know what was happening, where we were going, who was there, why it was happening, why rows were going on. I didn't know anything. When I asked, she would always say things were fine. So she was always lying to me about the idea that things were so worse. things felt very uncomfortable. Yeah. And yet she was saying it was fine, yeah. so, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so, you know, you'd, you'd hear rails and I'd be like, what's going on? Nothing. And, you know, you knew something was going on. Or when she was having her own breakdowns all the time, and I'd be like, or, or when she'd come into... I mean, this is... I'm not... You know, me and my mum have resolved all of this now, but there'd be times when she was at her most affectionate when she was drunk, and I would say, have you been drinking? And she would lie, and I could tell that she was lying because mm -hmm. I, I could smell it. Mm -hmm. um, and, and so... Yeah, I had a sense that, you know, parents lie. And she was a huge exaggerator, a huge exaggerator. Yeah, that's the know. other thing, isn't it? It's exaggerating to a child to yeah, come across as, as a lie. I mean, I'm very actressy, you know, so I massively... I, I laugh at my exaggeration because I get too overexcited about things and so I will exaggerate. Mm. Um, but here's I think when I was a child, I... I used to tell those lies as a kid, I suppose, that you would say, like, I've tidied up my bedroom. Mm. I hated tidying my bedroom so much that I would stuff half it in the bed mm. and half it in the cupboard. And my mum would say, oh, you're a liar. So right. it's like saying oh, you are God. a liar when actually you've told a lie. And there is a big difference, I think, for a child. Did your mum ever lie? Um, I wasn't aware of it growing no. up. If she's a good liar. If she was, if she was a good. I wasn't aware of it. Yeah, it's back. There's also the whole thing of being found out with lying as well. That that's the thing. I mean, I remember lying to my nan. I must have lied to my nan for years about liking her sandwiches. Yeah, but you see, I think that that's good. I think that's a white lie. Right. Like I say, most relationships need some sort of lie in them. So my friend comes down the stairs. 
we're going out that night. She's got the dress that she wants. There's no other dress. And she comes down and says, what do you think? Mm. I'm going to say you look amazing mm. because she needs to feel amazing. Now, there would be somebody say, oh, I'd have to be brutally honest and say, well, that you do, it, it's not great around your bum. And then that person has to go out feeling it's not great in the bum. You know, who's right there? I'm sorry. My argument is absolutely I'm the right friend because mm. she needs... And you know what? When you tell somebody they feel amazing something happens in them in that they look more amazing. Mm. So that, that to me, is, is a constructive lie, if you mm. like. We're finding all these different words, like white lie, constructive lie, relationship lie. Well, no, 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 but what's... But I it, do think it is a grey area. But isn't it interesting? What's it, no, what I find interesting, because a, a sort of subtitle, I think, for this chat is, you know, should we lie to our children? Is lying, you know, how important is lying to parenting? And I think that's what we're examining here. But isn't it interesting that in, in almost every social scenario, situation or interaction, it can be defined, if you want it to be, by some adjustment of the truth? Because everyone's truth is different, mm, different. and everyone's sense of things that's is different. That's why it cannot be a black and white question or answer to it. And, and I, I will go back to... If you're lying for your convenience, then it's a lie. Mm. If you're lying for theirs, then it's a white lie. I'm going to get a little bit existential and philosophical right. just for a minute yeah. before we push on to some more sort of like medical, psychological things. Um, I would go so far as to say the reason lying is such an important part of parenting is because lying is the only way we as humans can get through life. We have to lie to ourselves yeah. about really the point, purpose and importance of virtually everything, yeah. right down to things that we just accept on a daily basis, which is money, a home, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. We're put on this planet to survive yeah. and we lie to ourselves about everything, the, the importance of Everything. And that's why so many of us get scared, scared when we stop, mm. even for a minute, because then we think, what the fuck is this all about? Don't think about it, because the lie is that we're supposed to be on this planet to work, pay off mortgages, do yeah. this, do that, and not actually to just be. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and that's why the pandemic was so bizarre mm. in so many different ways for so many people, because we never have the time to stop and question. Mm. We just keep living the capitalist lie, which the thing to do is just strive, make more money and succeed in what other people's perception of success is. Entirely agree. And I hate to say it, I think as we get what I would call closer and closer to sort of self-destruction on the planet with all of this kind of, you know, bleak messaging around uh, climate change and an apparent lack of sort of empathy within the rulers and governors of the planet and an increased split between the wealthy and the poor... Um, I would go so far as to say that I think the the ballooning and mushrooming of mental health crises amongst the younger generation is because they're sharp, they've seen through this myth, mm. they, they recognise these are artificial constructs, yeah. they can see that there's little opportunity to get their voices heard or affect change, and in a sense, they are seeing the lies of older generations come to fruition. And I think... And that's, actually, that's very damaging. Our children will damaging. watch Boris every time. Yeah. But they He's just, lying. All they do is lie. So the people mm. in power yeah. lie. So even before we start to question how we, uh, what we do and our mm. impact on our children, 
you know, the people that they know are in charge of the world, mm. they know lie. Yeah, exactly. And, and so societally, they lie. And I think philosophically, that's an important thing because I think, you know, I do think that feeds into mental health. Okay, that, that was taking us off into the kind of what's the fucking point of it all. <laughs> um, but just there's some great stuff here from uh, an organisation called the Child Mind Institute, which, which looks at why do kids lie? Um, and there's some really nice categories here that really kind of make sense. Are we going into why kids lie, not yeah, why parents Yeah, why lie? kids lie, yeah. So to test out a new behaviour. You know, so when your children... Because the, the reason I think it's important to look at why children mm. lie is because, as you Some say... it's come from us. Yeah, they've learned it, they've from seen us. it. And, you know, better to understand where our, our lying has come from, in a sense. And so we have a very strong attitude, don't we, like... Even us, though, so we've just talked about how we all need to lie, da-da-da-da. But in order to get through life, um, we have to have a strong opinion on lying. And so we've probably said to our kids at times, it's really important that you don't lie to me about this, or you, you really mustn't lie about that. And and so it's kind of baked into us, isn't it, it's as a really moral weird. Like, thing? It's really weird, like, you just sitting there going, you really mustn't lie. Like, it, it just, like, it hurts me hearing the word. Mm. I don't think I've ever said it to the girls. No. I've never said it because I hated so much the word, the injustice of being having the word said to me right. when it didn't feel like I was lying. Wow. Is just, uh, you will never have heard me say to the kids, no. don't lie. I, in fact, what I always said to them, and of course they, they, I realise now that there will have been some lies and there are, and he's admitted some of the stuff that she'd lied to me about, but I always said to them from when they were small, well, I trust you. I know yeah. that you tell me. I know that you tell me the truth. Well, not so much small because I think small kids do tell mm. lies or untruths. That's imp I think it's an important part of yeah. evolution for them. Yeah. But when they started to become teens, I said, "Well, I know that you don't lie to me," and I could see their little faces going, mm. <laughs> "Really guilty." Honestly, mm. it's part of being a teenager. You have to lie. It's, it's literally part of the brain development that yeah. they take risks and have stuff that is private and secret, and they don't tell the. the the whole truth. Totally agree, totally agree. And in a sense, that feeds into this. So the, the main reasons kids lie, um, to test out a new behaviour. You know, they'll wonder, what happens if I lie about this situation? What will it do for me? What does it, what does it get me out of? What does it get me? You know, so, you know, the ways in which kids do it to kind of grow up. I, I'd say that's part of growing up. If I lie about this, can I occupy an untruth for a minute to see what actually happens to me? I was reading an article from a child psychologist that was saying there are some lies that are very detrimental to your child. So if you're telling like a blatant lie, and it gave the example that you say to your child, come in here with me and there's a big bowl of sweets. Mm. And then you get in there with your child and there isn't any sweets. Can you imagine saying that to a child? God, and like, then the child like says... Torture. But there aren't any sweets. But, oh, no, I just wanted to get you in here to play with me. So it's still a positive thing. But that's a very dangerous lie. Because the child has learned yeah. that you can tell a massive untruth. I actually know somebody that does tell those, did used to tell those kind of, yeah, to their kids like whoppers. Whoppers. That's right in front of like, their face. That's like honey trapping your own child. Because <laughs> when we read the headline, how it can damage your children, I was like, oh my God, because of course we've told lots of little lies to our kids, but my God, that's unimaginable. It's verging on child cruelty. But if you think about it, well, all of parents done the bribery lie that isn't actually truthful. Everything about parenting is lying. Yeah. And almost everything about growing up and being a child is lying. So you've got, you know, how to, you know, how to test a new behaviour. I like that because I remember when I went to university, I lied about the fact that I'd cycled there. Yeah. 
Mm. And then it took a very astute and observant, mm. uh, observant um, student who I befriended to go, how did you get that enormous suitcase on no, your bike? It's not that astute. I hope everyone that was going to university would work that one out. Well, no, but Bloody it was... Hell. No, but it was the other people were just being kind and <laughs> lying to you because they ah, were so sorry ah, for yeah, you. Yeah, well, there's that. The group I would have been life. thinking, Jesus Christ, he obviously didn't come on the bike, but I'm not gonna, <laughs> we're going to find out what his fuck-up is. <laughs> how did he get the suitcase? <laughs> you know, but, but, I, but you see, I would... I wouldn't call that a lie. I would call that you giving yourself a new beginning, a new, yeah, a new. That's very kind of you. No, yes, it was a lie. Yeah. But I, but it didn't harm anyone else. But that was it? like part of this testing out a new behaviour, and I think it's important yeah, what you just said. Perfect. It's a perfect example. Yeah, and, and wanting to present a new, which feeds into the next one. Which I is, actually think the lie, that lie would have been not harmful to anyone else. The most harmful it would have been to you. Because most people, you were wanting to give off, yeah. to give a new wow, here I, felt I like am. an idiot. But actually, you came across as a prat to everybody. Yeah, total moron. Because there's no way you could have And I spent the first three weeks trying to undo that stu the stupidity <laughs> of that lie. And you know how I did that? By repeatedly cycling to Whitstable to prove that I could cycle long distances. And I remember <laughs> yeah. cycling up, hang on, I remember cycling <laughs> up a hill on my chain busting and I had to walk four miles. I was like... Why you didn't did harm another life? person with that. You didn't take somebody's money. You didn't no. cause anybody else trouble. All that sort of stuff is, is bad, bad yeah. lies. Well, the other thing, children who lack confidence may tell grandiose lies to make themselves feel more impressive, special right. or talented. So lying to enhance self-esteem and gain approval. I think I did that as a child. Right. I think a lot of performers do, don't yeah, they? Yeah, I think I did. I think, you know, where does that become like... Like, sometimes when I give myself my own confidence boost... Right. ..and I will tell myself stuff that maybe isn't, you know, count your money, you know, dead... You know, that's... You, 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 you have to fabricate yourself sometimes. I mean, they use it in recovery. Fake mm. it to make it. Yeah, yeah. Fake it. Fake that you that's feel fantastic. That's another good example. Fake that you can just get out there and you can do this. Almost lie to yourself. Yeah. And then when you're out there... But again... To keep reiterating, you're not harming anyone else. Yeah, it's very true. In fact, you're in, in, in alcoholism and addiction, you're, you're helping everyone else. I mean, again... I mean, even in alcohol and addiction, when you get to step 12 or 11, isn't it, when you have to apologise mm. to people for what you've done wrong, wrong to them, it's part of your recovery, mm. it states, not if that's going to hurt the other person. Yeah, 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 absolutely. So your honesty, your, you know, whoever that person is, digging everything up, might yeah. be great for you, but is it great yeah. for everyone If it's else? damaging for someone else, you have to hold back. Yeah. Um, and that would be deemed as incredible honesty. Yeah. You know? And also to hold back could be deemed from by someone looking from the outside as you're continuing lying. You but actually, to lie in that instance is to care for someone, look after someone and preserve someone, you could the, argue. The thing is, this is the most complex of moral dilemmas, what makes a lie and what yeah. doesn't. And the problem with it is, is everybody comes to the party with a different opinion yeah. on what a lie is and what it feels like if somebody lies. I mean, some people couldn't bear a single lie. Yeah. They would just see that as, as, you know, even somebody saying they look lovely when they don't look lovely, they would see that as, as you know, as a reason to maybe not even trust the other person. Yeah. It's, fun, it's funny, isn't it? Because I always remember there being a bit of a conflict, uh, you know, a couple of people. The, the wonderful thing about going to university is you, as you, as the name suggests, you meet many different types. You, a univer you know, you experience the universe, that's what it comes from. And, it, you know, I met a couple of people who, had, who were from a faith, they were quite puritanical um, at college. 
And I remember having huge sort of like arguments with them philosophically about the idea that aren't you lying to yourself and others just because you believe in something it's mm. true to you mm. but to impose that faith on someone else is 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 is, is in a sense I and mean, then you can have no sharing of opinions whatsoever well there you go yeah i mean that's what we'd sit there and then i'd get drunk and we'd, God, we'd class, I didn't go to university i got a headache <laughs> but it, a good example of me trying to enhance self-esteem and this is and I, I, the reason i'm sharing this one is i think it might be something that lots of kids do i remember really lying when I got to college, university. And it's interesting, isn't it? Because I think at this point where lots of kids are going to college now, they're in their first few weeks, they'll have just done Freshers Week. You do try to present a new you. You do, you do. And, and in a sense, you are denying, you're turning your back on, and therefore you're lying to the self that you've left behind in your attempt to ingratiate and, and build a new social life. And so my example of that was, I lied about having an incredibly vast, varied and successful party-going life as a teenager. I'd been to one or two parties as a teenager. And when I got to college and I heard everyone else had had these experiences... But they probably were all lying. Well, well this is it. Perhaps they yeah. were. But I, was, but I remember feeling such discomfort with that lie. Such discomfort. To the point that it probably was a huge part of me. Was that because you were scared of being found out? Well, scared of being considered unpopular or having not come from a sort of... Oh, uh, yes. I was scared that people would think I was boring. I remember lying that I'd had sex way before I'd had sex. Oh, right, that's a good one. <coughs> Excuse me. Because I didn't want to seem like I hadn't had sex and yet I didn't want to have sex with somebody before I was ready to have sex. So I just told everybody that I had. Sex. And I've told the girls that. Yeah. I've told the girls that I did that. Right. And they were like, oh, my God, I can't believe it. And I went, yeah, but it that lie was... If, why did I tell that? I, was going, well, I, did, I did want to ask, but I couldn't tell whether your eyeballs were saying, don't ask me. Was it to gain prestige? Was it to seem I worldly? Think, I think, and it's easy to forget this, that there, there is a stage in a teenager's life where, where it becomes a bit... Uncool if you haven't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And oh, the reason I told the kids, our kids, that I told this lie was because I wanted them to understand that people bullshit about sex from a right. young age. Everyone pretends that they're doing it. Not everyone, but a lot of people pretend they're doing it. Right. And it, it can be a way to put pressure on you yeah. to actually do it. Yes. And I think the thing is, I didn't want any pressure, so I just said I'd done it. Well, do you, is what you're saying, does it fit into this category? Lying to get the focus off yourself. Yeah. It's that, isn't it? Children with yeah. anxiety or depression might lie about their symptoms to get the spotlight off them or might lie about experiences so they're not sidelined. Yeah. I mean, that's quite... I actually be interested in the previous one that you said about self-esteem. Yeah, self-esteem. I okay. think the lies I told as a teen were about self-esteem. I mean, I had... My parents are adorable and lovely, and I wouldn't change them for the world, but they were 70s parents. My mum was a 70s parent. Yeah. There was no complimenting right. whatsoever. No, no, you're the same when I think. I was yeah. never told no. that I looked nice. I was, my mum was, my mum tells me now, she says, but I just thought you were all so pretty. I didn't want you to be vain. Wow. But she didn't realise that. You don't know as a girl, as a young girl, that you're not pretty. And I... Yeah, I think because I came from a family of such 
bombastic people with such big personalities, all the Arab side of the family that mm. I spent a lot of time with. So I wanted to be, if you think you can see exactly why I'm a TV presenter, but I just wanted to be larger than life. I had a mm. very shy older sister, so I would be constantly like being brave and pushing forward. But I don't think I felt brave at all. So I do think, never thought of it like that. That was my my wobbly self-esteem. So right. to the outside world, I looked extremely confident. I was called the extrovert, I was called the confident one. And it was absolutely built on matchsticks. I mm. wasn't at all, it was just, if you want to say lying, conning myself, conning the world. See, here mm. we go, there's another word for it. But you see a really interesting one. That I didn't know I was lying. Yeah, yeah. So is that a lie? I thought yeah, I was, yeah. oh, I was oh, right. making it to make it. Do you need to be cognitive or aware of, yeah. the, you know, uh, mindful? So when I said, oh, yeah, I've had sex, I didn't sit and think, well, I'm going to tell this lie and everyone's no. going to think I'm fantastic. In a way, it was protectionist, mm. if there's such a word. It, it, you know, just, just keep it away. I, I don't want to have sex yet. I, I don't want to have sex until I like somebody, mm. you know. I couldn't even finish off a kiss. If I started a kiss and I didn't like it, I would just stop it. Yeah. Thank God I was that person. The other, the other category of lying is um, lie, speaking before you think. And this is interesting, given that you worry that you've got ADHD and I've got, well, ADHD. got ADHD. Well, yeah, and I, I've been diagnosed <laughs> with ADHD. But apparently, you know, speaking before you think is one of the hallmarks of the impulsive type of ADHD, which is just to splurge stuff out or to spit stuff out. I think my mum has this. I think yeah, my your mum does this. because she will stop and say, That's and we'll rubbish. say, why do you say that? She goes, I don't know, it was total rubbish. Yeah. She does do that. She had a go at you whilst we were on holiday about a book that she said was awful because she'd read it. A huge argument between me and her ensued because I, I disagreed with her. And I also knew deep down she was lying. You went out of the kitchen saying I'd been a bit harsh with her. She came back in and she said, I hadn't read it. But I don't think she was lying. I think she was impulsively excited there and then. Yeah, it was an eight, but No, no, and I didn't sort of come out of that whole exchange thinking she's a liar. I see it. And I, going back to when you asked, did I, did I ever sense that my mum was lying? In that fashion, she would come out with entirely Fantastic. outlandish... Yeah. Untruths, and I'd be like, "Is that the case? Where's that come from?" But also, like one of the things people love about me at work is, and they just find it so funny, yeah, and I do it, and I do it without even thinking. Yeah. Is like, say, for instance, we've got a guest coming on, and I've read the brief, and I go, "Oh my god! Obviously, this person is da 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 and da da da," and they're like. Where do you get all that from? Yeah, yeah. And it's just my brain just shoots off in different directions now. When I think back to me as a child, I would have done that about almost everything. Yeah. But you learn to grow up and just temper this thing that you do that probably would have been called lying. But actually, and that's why I think I've always been so sympathetic with Maddie. When Maddie was little and she would mm. do that stuff, I would just think, obviously, oh, you're just thinking of loads of different things. Mm. People will dismiss you as an exaggerator, but actually, I do exaggerate. But if I could explain to you what it feels like when I exaggerate, it's like, I believe it. I'm just so excited. You're an exaggerator too. I wonder if this is an ADD thing. Maybe. You're a massive exaggerator. Yeah. But actually... Don't pass the buck. Deal with yourself. No, no, no. <laughs> actually, I like it. Right. I like it. I quite like exaggerators. And for years, I tried to quell this exaggerator thing in me, and I have quelled it a lot. But actually... 
it's very excitable. And when I see other people exaggerating, I just go, it's like a roller coaster ride. All right, here we go. Yeah, I mean, I think... Exaggerating. Is, is it exaggerating, Lloyd? Well, it kind I of is. It's, it is. It's contorting the truth. It's taking the truth to a much more sort of intense... I mean, being over... I, I, I think... But again, it depends if you're hurting someone with it. Yeah. So if I were to say to somebody, give me this £10... Yeah. And even if I really believed it, I said, I exaggerate, so I'm going to make you a £1,000, that would be a lie. Right. But that could be deemed as exaggeration. Yeah. So I never do anything like that. It's just... It's usually about myself. Yeah. Well, no, you exaggerate everything you go through. Do you I? walk through the door, and whatever you've done that day, there'll always be something going, my God, this amazing... And it's it's funny, because as a family, yeah. we just accept that that's what's going to happen. Get over it it doesn't matter. You might have just gone to a delicatessen and they've not had eggs. I You'll get come in with an enormous story, and it might relate to Parmesan cheese, or it could relate to something awful that's happened to a friend of yours. Mm. You deal with the same drama with everything. There's no gradation. But just on this point, you know, we are flipping and flopping listener between children that lie, parenting that parents that lie. But I think what we're getting at here is that lying is this incredibly complicated. You know, like those balls made of rubber bands. It's like, mm. it's like one of those. But here's one thing that I think can be really damaging to kids. Obviously, I'm a self-declared addict, alcoholic, coming up to 17 years sober. And I think a lot of families are caught in the really complicated conundrum of when parents are struggling or when parents have problems going on for them, there's a huge question mark of should one tell the kids? Should, to what extent should you share the problem with the kids? And to what extent will the kids pick up on it if you lie? And I can think of many situations where friends of mine, people we know, have said, oh, well, I always knew that my dad was going through that or I always knew that my mum yeah. was going through that. Yeah. And they kept lying to me. And actually in the lying... It, I was scared a lot of the time. Yeah, and it I mean, like concern. they say, don't they, if somebody becomes very ill, it's very, very yeah. important that you tell them every... And, I mean, I know certainly with cancer and people that yeah. I know that have cancer, you know, that's a lot of the support that they got from mm. them at Miller Nurse or whatever, is, is, is helping them tell the children the mm. truth mm. because it's very scary. Hushed tones, whisperings, mm. where kids are half-picking up words. I definitely think that that's... That's a huge part of what this death doula I was talking to, a death uh, soul midwife, she was saying that's a large part of her job, is getting the truth of the situation to relatives, children, children and, and vulnerable members of the family in a way that's not only not negative, but is, she says, I'm trying to turn that corner to take it to positive. And I think it'll be interesting, like you said, we're going to talk to some of your friends or one of your friends about that, dealing with cancer or a diagnosis. Mm. But, you know, lying around that kind of thing. So, you know, we could have gone the route of pretending I was fine. And I think the one child of mine that experienced the lie around the adults of what was going on with me and my uncontrollability and careering out of control, careering out of control, uh, was Izzy because, you know, lies were being told because I didn't have, none of us had any understanding of it. You're you know? very young. I was very young. But, three for God's sake. Yeah, but there was a lot of shielding her from the truth. And, ah, you say shielding from yeah, the truth. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I think she would probably say, I'm not going to speak on her behalf, but I think she would say that a lot of her anxiety and uncertainty from a young age will have come from the shifting the sands whisper, of not knowing what was going on. The whisperings, yeah. 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 And so, yeah. you know... But you absolutely, as an adult, have many, many, as a parent, many, many, many situations where you shield your child mm. from the truth. And I think one of our big failings 
as a couple, as parents, has been we haven't shielded them. We've shielded them sometimes in the wrong place and unshielded right. them in other. Yeah. Because Can I think over-share. we are massive oversharers, and I think we've just told them. I too think that's much. another subject for another for another yeah. confessions. Can you overshare with your kids? Okay, let's. I think we might have done that. Oh, have we? Yeah. I don't think we have. Um, have we? Let's We're not, getting have to we? that point yeah. now. Um, if anyone can tell us, do, have we done over Well, no, 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 but I always remember the controller of one of the channels saying, give it seven years and you can remake exactly the same programs <laughs> well, again we, and no one will mind. Oh, my God, I've been on Loose Women for the last 22 years. Yeah, you, you must know, be regurgitating I'm, the same well, stuff. Well, no, I'm not regurgitating. I just can't believe what a vacuous twerp I am. And it was some, when I look back on some of my opinions before, I'm like, really? Well, that's why it's good oh to revisit. God. That's why it's good to revisit. And what we should maybe do is go back to the very beginning of this series and revisit them. Some of them, we might have changed our opinions well, on. It's actually, it's interesting again on that because you can get people get old clips from Loose Women and say, oh, well, yeah. this is what you said back then, so you must be lying now. No, it's called evolving. Yeah. You can change yeah, yeah, yeah. your way of thinking. Exactly. Um, and be shocked by how much you've changed your way of thinking. No, of course. <laughs> um, big, big obvious topic before we listen to the kids and we get some of the social media comments from you lovely listeners. Um, there's some really obvious lies that go on in families around certain characters that, that visit. Um, and I've really struggled with the ways in which we've had to climb, climb down and dial back from those lies. I'm thinking of, you know, certain people who into the house in a in a weird way, and I'm thinking of certain animals at certain times of the year. That so he's talking about seasonal lies. Seasonal lies, not not just seasonal about. lies, but also pillow lies. Yeah, when, yeah. You know, you got yeah. a bit of a, you know. I thought you were saying got a bit of a bogey. No, no, I thought you were saying I had a bogey. I was rubbing my Do you ever lie to a partner? We should do maybe a how to stay married about lying in a relationship. Um, but, you know, and also the whole thing of, you know, I remember when I was a child, I think I can share this one, um, being absolutely heartbroken when a tooth came out and the tooth fairies didn't come. And the next morning I went into my mum and I said, the tooth fairies didn't come. And she bleary eye just went, because <laughs> it was the 70s and it was very sort of militant. She said, they were on strike. <laughs> and I had a vision of these little fairies with placards, because I was going to marches all the time. I knew placards and you fly posting. So I had images of these really militant, and it was so vivid. I thought they were on strike. Oh, I believe so they were on strike, absolutely, and I'm that's marching so around cute. the pillars. Little fairy placards. Little fairy placards, yeah, walking around. But you know, all of these things, you're, you seem to be backing off and not wanting to even engage in this topic. Well, because I'm so scared, because you can't ever say. You can't well, we're not ever... saying anything. I've just said as much yeah. as we're going to say. So seasonal, it, it, the, there is a season where parents, I don't <coughs> think, tell a lie. Right. Lots of people feel very, very strongly about this. Are they soulless, heartless, uncreative people? No, I've read read some stuff about this. You know, the psychologists were saying, don't feel you have to get into the seasonal lie to be a good parent. You can still make things magical without it. But also, as a parent, don't feel bad about it. Because it's gone on since the beginning of time, evidence is that children transition from that to finding the truth and they transition very well from it and have a real understanding of what it what it was but there's a fundamental problem here what our kids have transitioned but i haven't yeah you can't you can't i can't I, i was heartbroken I was absolutely heartbroken. I am every year, actually. That's yeah. why I'm just so desperate to go away in that season, wink, wink, we right. can't say the word, um, because I just can't bear it. I can't bear buying things, everybody knowing what we're buying. I can't bear that there's no... 
sprinkles and twinkles and the magic has gone. Don't, don't. I'm depressed now. First signs. OK, so let's have a listen to Maddie, shall we, about lying. When it comes to parents and lying, obviously can't expect anybody to not lie. Yeah, like, everybody has to lie at some point, you know. And I definitely don't expect parents to be perfect and people that don't lie. And parents have to lie about stuff, you know, around Christmas and Easter and Tooth Fairy and all of that kind of stuff. I feel like my parents don't tend to lie to us that much because me and Kiki are really good at reading and stuff and we can very easily tell if, you know my mum and dad are lying or kind of not telling the whole story to us. Um, so I feel like they don't do it often, but I remember the first time I kind of realised that they'd lied to me was when me and Kiki were really little and it was when we were still sharing a room and Kiki had lost her tooth, so Kiki had gone to sleep and I was like, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stay up to see the tooth fairy. And obviously mum came in and changed the tooth for money and all of this. I remember just lying in bed being like... If she's lied to me about this, what other stuff she lied to me? They've lied to me about Santa, they've lied to me about all of, you know, all of these things. I remember going down in the morning and being like, Mum and Dad, look, the tooth fairy came for Kiki, hoping that they would admit or something, and they were just like, oh, well, how much did she give you and all of this? And I just remember being like, they're literally lying to our faces. And then obviously I kind of gathered that all of the other, all the other stuff like Santa and all those things were being lied about as well. Um... So, obviously, when I was little, that seemed a lot bigger than it is now, and now I wouldn't care less. But, um, yeah, I feel, I don't know, I feel like it's important, no matter who you are, to not lie too much. I feel like also if you're parents that lie a lot to your children, then they'll grow up to lie a lot. And I just think lying never really gets you anywhere. <laughs> it's just it's just better to tell the truth, and it's easy. I mean, I feel like me and Kiki lie to my parents a lot. We're very good at lying. My parents aren't good at lying at all, especially my dad. My dad's awful at lying. Even if it, you know, when it comes to things like, um, oh, he ate Nutella when he wasn't supposed to, and if we question him, he'll be like, what? <laughs> his voice will go, no, I never did. why would I do that? And, like, his voice goes really high-pitched, and he's a really obvious liar. And I think it's actually, <laughs> it's a good thing having parents that are really bad at lying, because if they try, then you'll just know instantly, do you know what I mean? Um... But, yeah, luckily me and Kiki are bad lives. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I feel it would be stupid to say that you expect your parents not to lie because, especially white lies, um, white lies are told all the time, do you know what I mean? Um, it would just be unrealistic to assume that your parents are so perfect that they wouldn't lie to you. So I'm sure my parents have lied to me many times and me not realise, you know. And I think sometimes it's good as parents, when, especially when your kids are a lot younger, to kind of lie about some stuff, you know, because there's some stuff that I think should be kept from children of a certain age. But I, I never think that straight up lies... they Like, straight up lies never get you anywhere. But I think a little white lie here and there with your children can't do any harm, you know. Um... But yeah, I've also I don't really see the point of lying unless you're a teenager or a child that's up to no good and you're lying about it because you're getting questioned about it. I don't really see the point um, if it's not under those circumstances because lying literally never gets you anywhere. It's just so much better and easier to tell the truth. And I feel like when I'm a parent with my kids, 
I'm going to be pretty... I don't really want to lie to them or keep stuff from them. I think lying about stuff like Christmas and Santa and the Tooth Fairy and stuff like that is nice because when your kids do believe it and all of that, like, the magic from that is really lovely and it's. I think it's a good experience to give your kids to let, make them, let them believe that those things are real and then obviously when they find out, they find out. Um, but, yeah, I don't think it, it's not something I've never thought a parent shouldn't do like it's totally fair enough if parents are gonna lie every now and then i mean parents are human too you know oh are we human too maddie oh, oh. oh i loved that message yeah. you know what it's really interesting it's really a good point i'm very first of all i'm very proud of her yeah. her attitude towards it which to me sounds it, it just sounds very sane you know yes sometimes in life we do and but actually the easiest thing is to tell the truth yeah now i remember when you came out of the priory we both had this complete epiphany because we we though we're we're quite forceful people and and would appear to be quite confident people we also we were also we've changed a lot now but we're so nervous of just telling people exactly what the truth was we're trying to think of a million different things to say like if we wanted to get out of something and, and then I remember when you came out of the Priory and it was all about just tell the truth, just tell the truth. Mm. And, um, and, uh, and we kept doing it, didn't we? So say, for instance, we had something we had to go to, we'd say, why don't we just tell the truth? <laughs> Which is we're really tired right. and we're a bit overwhelmed. This is something I've only learned in the last decade yeah. to say, I'm sorry, I can't do that. I'm really overwhelmed or I'm tired or I've overdone it. Or I, I would always think that was a yeah. terrible failure, yeah, yeah, yeah. a defeat, a weakness. So I would tell a fantastical lie. Like, oh, I don't know, whatever I would do. But actually, there is a real freedom. And actually, I'm so pleased that Maddie said that because we've shared with her that, that it's okay to say to people, do you know what, I'm sorry, I can't. I've overscheduled myself and I'm in a bit of a mm, panic mm. and I don't know what to do. Such a relief. Well, no, and people, do, the world doesn't stop turning. People no. go, oh, okay, but that's fine. But that's that people-pleasing yeah. thing that you mustn't ever upset somebody. And ironically, if you push against that, what we discovered was if you go against that feeling and you're not truthful in those ways, it causes much more confusion and distrust, mistrust <clears throat> in the person that you're mm. saying it to because they feel that there's a lie going on. They feel that you're not really, really wanting to be there or do the yeah. thing that you're wanting to do. Exactly. And so confusion and relationships can begin to, you know, exactly. get a bit uncertain. I, would, I never do sensing. that now. I yeah. never do that. I spent my whole teenage years mm. just... Lies, 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 because I just thought people probably won't like me if I say I don't want to come. It's all right to say, do you know what? I really don't fancy it. Yeah. I don't want to go to a loud pub today. I'm feeling a bit sensitive. I'm feeling a bit... Try it, guys. If you've never done it, just try it. It's I've great. had two of the two identical experiences with two different children, Maddie and Izzy, where I didn't even doubt for a second I needed to lie. Each of them, unfortunately, had an experience where they had a pet rabbit that was sadly yeah. spread across a garden by a fox. Yeah. Uh, which, in both instances, I tidied up in the most horrifically graphic manner, Ugh. the elements. 
Um, you weren't good at doing that and, stuff, oh, I have yeah, to say. My God, but it, you really was, are. It, I mean, the fox that... There's never any question I'll do anything no, 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 like no, that. Absolutely. You just do it, yeah, and I love that. And, it, you know, and in the instance, I'll just <laughs> share this. Feminism in the... goes right out the window. There's a really bad dog thing. Yes, yeah. Can you clean it up? Yeah, but can I just share, there was a particular <laughs> moment where in the garden, we had a tiny garden when Izzy was, was little, when I was clean, clearing up that bunny, all that was left of, of, of any meaning was the tail just the bunny's tail, which I remember picking up and looking at, and I was just aghast. Anyway, with both of them, I lied and said they'd run off. And so they forever went about their lives, feeling that these bunnies had just gone and lived to mm. somewhere else. And that, run you know, to the meadows. Yeah, run to the meadows and had a good time. Um, let's have a listen to Carlitos. Oh, lies. We all tell lies. We all do it consciously or unconsciously. I think we all, at some point in our life, have told a fib. Um, I'm pretty good at telling when people are lying. I think, I don't know, partly because being an actor, I suppose you have to embody and become all sorts of characters. And, you know, sometimes it's in the script that you have to lie or, or another actor has to tell a lie. And so we are kind of trained on how to make it look like we're lying and how to make it convincing to the audience. And if you reverse that... We know how to spot a lie because we know how to tell one, you know, so it, it's quite interesting. And also I watch a bunch of crime shows pretty much all the time and have picked up enough behavioural analysis tips to be in the FBI or something, you know. People's behaviour tone, pitch, body, um, you know, their body language, you know, things just change. I don't know, I'm just, I'm just really good at knowing when someone is lying, but also, also I don't catch it all the time. I just have a good feeling. That and I have a gut feeling. Um, I can't really think of a lie that mum has told me or my dad. Um, when asked about it, it's really hard to pinpoint. Um, OK, I have one, actually, and disclaimer, it's about Santa, so maybe don't listen around the kids. Um, so one Christmas, Mum and Dad took me and my brother to Lapland to see Santa. And we did the whole build-up of seeing Santa, you know, baking cookies with Mrs Claus, ice skating, seeing the reindeer, all this stuff, and then a magical train ride to Santa's grotto. And we got there, and the grotto was all in one room, and we saw Santa and sat on his lap and everything, and it was all great. Bear in mind, I was about seven at the time, um, when we came out of the grotto, I turned to mum and went, two things. One, where does he go to the toilet? And two, why is his beard coming off his face? Um, of course, then mum panicked and just spewed out whatever lie she could and just said, well, Santa's magic. He doesn't need to go to the toilet. And then my smart ass was like, and what about his hair? And mum panicked even more and was like, she just she just came out. She just strung some words together and just spewed them out. And she came out with, well, Santa's not very well, and then hurried us along. And for a long time, I thought Santa was really ill and going to, well, die. <laughs> and, and now that I say it out loud, it kind of sounds really, like, really horrible thing to say to a child. Um, but I look back and I laugh at it now. I'm not you know, um, upset about it. So, 
Yeah, I think that's one of the biggest but funniest lies told by my parents. I think that it's okay when parents lie about certain things, like Christmas presents or, like... Because um, I got a dog for Christmas a few years ago and um, my parents would always go out together, which, you know, they don't often do. And they'd always lie about where they were going because they were going to see the dog as a baby. Um, so, yeah, I think things like that is is okay. But it's, on the other hand, it's also really bad if, you know, everything you know or, or your life is governed by lies and everything you know is a lie because, you you know, you won't know what's real and what isn't. And, and, you know, it can really ruin your life. So I think it, it, it can really go both ways, to be honest with you. Oh, That's my God. So that was hysterical. Funny. We're going to have to put a warning at the yeah, top yeah, of this yeah. podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, There's have... us walking, walking, tiptoeing around it. I know, exactly. And the kids just blow it out of the water. Oh, my God, that was hysterical. Oh, I can see crying. Lisa struggling with I'm what to say. I'm crying with love. Because Lisa, like me, can't deal with the change of kind of maturity yeah, of kids so around funny. Christmas. That's so funny. Uh, DCI Majuto, uh, he can read anyone <laughs> and read the room like the FBI. My God. That is so funny. Oh, well, there you oh, go. Thank you for that. Thank you. Brilliant, brilliantly funny. Right, crikey, we've been wittering on for a long time. Let's listen to some of the comments. Well, listen, some... or shall we read them? Oh, sorry, read some of the comments. <laughs> we'll read some yeah. of the comments, yeah. Um, there's some really funny ones uh, and some really uh, sad ones as well. Uh, anonymous, it's always hurtful to find out you've been lied to by someone you trust. Not okay. You know, for some people it's a real... Well, yeah, it's, I mean, a lie that is yeah. bad. See, we've had fib, we've had bad lies, we've had unconscious lies, we've had white lies. There's so many grades of lie. Yeah. Uh, twin life of a mummy, I shouldn't laugh, this is awful, uh, was lied to that their chickens wanted to go to the local farmer and live in his fields, I presume as a child. Uh, each week we visited the farm and talked to our chickens, but the truth was chicken were old and Dad had killed them and buried oh. them. Oh, darling. Um, oh, Faith Goodman, terrible lie. You must have asked, give us some terrible lies. When you guys told Maddie and Kiki that there was one fewer box of Krispy Kremes because oh. you had eaten them. <laughs> Oh God, that was a blatant. This is on our YouTube channel. Yeah, yeah. But that that was, but that was for the good of them because we saved them from eating twelve Krispy Kremes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Rebecca says my mum lied to me about situations to try and shield and protect me, but it made it worse. Mm. Um, uh, Kim says I never lied to my daughter. I may protect them from the truth, but never through a lie. Okay, so protect them from the truth. It's another grade. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my girls know if I am lying, then they say, swear on our lives, I am caught out. <laughs> That's Brago Leanne. Uh, Emma, I met my mum's biggest lie, naked on my landing, aged 13. Not what I wanted to see at that age. Ooh, that's Emma Carter. That's an interesting one because there were a lot of lies when I was a child around who people were. Mm. who people were. That's very scary. It is very scary. Child, yeah. And you're left feeling very uncertain yeah. in life yeah. about who people Because that's, that's a massive lie yeah, for so a child, I'm with you on that one. And then it leaves you really insecure. Mm. Oh, this one, anonymous. The lie was that I was an only child. I'm not. Oh. Wow, big family lies. Big, yeah. big family lies. Um, 
My mum lied to me about situations to try and shield and protect me, but it just made it worse, Rebecca. Mm. Um, another lie, oh, bless, uh, that my dad would live forever. He never oh. did. Every cloud. Oh, I that's don't. a very difficult lie to tell a child because you just, that's simply not going to be true. No. no. Oh, yeah. And that's a tough one. Yeah. Um, sailor. Cherry, I really try to never lie to my little one. I give him real reasons why we do things. But once I lied and said we'd be in trouble if he went to school with an empty belly. <laughs> oh. um, I tell my one-year-old that poor patrol have gone to bed, knowing full well that they don't even exist. Well, that's... <laughs> Jelly top belly. <laughs> oh, bless you. That's an absolutely necessary lie for a parent so they, they don't go mad. So you're actually saving your child there. <laughs> um... Oh, someone who's anonymous. I've lied to mine and said I'm okay when I'm not. Does that count as a lie or just protecting them? It's a, it's a, diffi them. It's a difficult one. I suppose, yeah. I suppose if they're really picking up that you're not, yeah. then, yeah. It, yeah. But it's a very difficult choice, isn't it, to make? Yeah, and someone here, Suze Scoob, says, yes, it's okay to if it's going to protect them from pain or unnecessary yeah. hurt. Children don't need the weight of adult problems if it can be avoided. I agree. Yeah, yeah. Um... We've lied before if we've had to help one of our five kids out financially. Yes, I feel guilty, says uh, someone I'm going to keep And that's an interesting thing, isn't it? Lying between the children. Yeah. That's another whole area of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, so lying to one child because of what you've had to do for the other child. Yeah. Uh, Kel, MS76, says lies aren't healthy, but occasionally omitting the whole truth can be necessary. Very true. Omitting the truth, another grade. We should do a list of all the <laughs> yeah. different ways. Rachel Tarkenter, lie told that the ice cream van played music because they'd run out of ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that is, that oh, is, that is very funny. That is very funny. Uh, K.S. Mirel, I lie about how I'm feeling. They don't know how depressed I really am, so I fake the smiles. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Stacey Randall, once again, I bet nobody's ever lied to their children about eating all the donuts. <laughs> Sarah Ellis, too many small lies to count. Um, Cheryl, about having a fixed contract so my mum won't worry. Yeah, there is that protecting your parents as you get older, isn't there? Because oh, I mean, my man yeah, worried just, about everything. I lied I to her about everything. I tell my parents everything's fine, yeah. yeah. Because otherwise, yeah, I don't want to burden them with a single worry. Yeah, yeah. Um... Mum or baby bear parents do lie as they tell them there's a tooth fairy and that, well, well Santa exists. We've kind of, we've, we've breached that <laughs> river, haven't we? Um, Vix, I told them they didn't get a party invite because I'd had enough of the fucking parents of the school case. <laughs> That's very funny. And there's, there's lots, lots more there. I think we should do, a, I, I, I think we need to really do something about lying in a marriage pod podcast too. We, we do a marriage podcast, How to Stay Married So Far. Yeah, because, check that out on our YouTube channel, yeah. guys. And also, if you don't know about our YouTube channel, check it out. It's yeah. a while at Adelie's. We've got all sorts of things on there. Yeah. Loads of content. Um, and I am at Nadia Sawala on Instagram and Mark is at Mark underscore Adley. Yeah, and really, as we wrap up here, I just want to say I was lying about how much I enjoyed the chicken last night. I didn't, I didn't like the chicken at all. Was it horrible? It was really tough. Was it? But I don't like, you know, I, I hate my way I was lying. <sighs> 
Well, that's it for this episode of Confessions of a Modern Parent. If you'd like to comment on any of the topics we've discussed today, we'd love you to get in touch. Use the hashtag Confessions of a Modern Parent. If you want to find me on Twitter, it's at Nadia Sawala. And on Instagram, it's at Nadia Sawala and family. And if you fancy getting in touch with me, it's at Mark underscore Adderley. Thank you so much for listening. If you like the show, please subscribe, rate and review, tell your friends and get involved. And you can hear more episodes of Confessions of a Modern Parent on Global Player or wherever you get your podcasts. Bye. Ta-da! <laughs>